0: season and what exactly is a podcast season interested to hear that
1: breakdown from our from our pal neighbor there but what it do nephews it's your boy top shelf tom providing the intro this week and you've got a good one coming up typical acdt fashion you've got story time and we'll hear from neighbor about the time he got kicked out of a medieval times restaurant You'll get a little preview of things to come in Season 4. And
0: last but certainly not least, you'll be able to hear the legend, Skater Rob, serenade the airwaves. Now, are you
1: guys ready? Because you should be. Because
2: anybody can do this.
0: anybody can do this show
2: what it do nephews it's your boy neighbor nick and welcome to the season three finale of the anybody can do this show as always i'm joined to my right by my right hand man skater rob bobby my boy how the hell are you
1: doing fucking really
2: good congratulations man psyched, many congratulations for you right now not only on getting through your rookie season of the anybody can do the show you last also rocking the brand new most latest most latest yes, terrible dude. phrase but the latest drop for fuck ins t-shirts yes, yes. shout out
1: the 30 rack t yeah uh it's like it's just a white t-shirt and it's kind of like a play off of the uh, black flag uh six-pack album but instead, it's a 30 round. <laughs> and this is
2: available now, right? People can go grab this. Where at?
1: Yeah, at fuckyens.com. So. And also, they will eventually be in the local skateboard shops of Pittsburgh at One Up Skate Shop and uh, Radio Skate Shop.
2: Oh, shout out to homies. So those will be uh, maybe coming up a little bit later in the show, people like that that we'll be talking about. So. Uh, yeah, I'd yeah. be down for, yeah. But no, man, here we are, the season three finale. I know we've been dancing around it, talking about it, laughing about it. It's crazy that it's here, man. Uh, I, I know, dude. I can't believe, I can't believe we're 20 episodes stunned. down. I know. Yeah. How are you feeling? I mean, I, I not to say I've been through this before because we'll get into this later. But like again, this isn't my first rodeo with a season or a finale. Each season's definitely different and has its own ups and downs. But I've definitely been through a finale before. You haven't, so wh- where's
1: your mind at right now? Uh, dude. Uh, I can't beat around the bush, dude. I'm kind of in like a celebratory mode uh, because it's been a long time since I've like started something and been really like diligent about doing it every week like no matter what kind of project it is like it's been a long time since I've worked on something for that long and that consecutive and that uh you know strict schedule like that so right. To make it to the end feels pretty fucking good. Dude. It's a
2: decent commitment to join the show, dude, and, yeah. and jump on it every day or every week. Excuse me. I mean, and yeah. then we talk about it almost every day. So, I mean, congratulations are definitely in order for you, man. Yeah, like, man. yeah, I mean, it's awesome, man. And we're gonna get more into that later. I mean, I guess we should kind of let people know what the finale show is gonna kind of look like, what the structure of yeah. it, because it's gonna be uh, maybe a little bit of a longer app, But I mean, again, we're gonna be off for four or five weeks. Yeah, so this huh, is the yeah. last. You'll get our voice until May sixth when we drop uh, season May four, six. episode one. That's that first. Thursday. Thursday in in May. I think May 1st is a Friday, and then we roll around right there that next Thursday to uh, May 6th, and we'll be live in your ear holes with already two or three big pieces of news developments that we have in the hopper uh, that we're going to really flesh out here over the next couple weeks and hype to let people know about. But today, first of all, we're going to go over the questionnaire results. Shout out our lady and mother of the podcast, Steel Gray, from being on last week. She's going to jump in and or she's not jumping back in, but we have a lot of questionnaire results about her. Hey, Millennial segment, her first time on. So we'll go through those as well as other questionnaire segments where we ask people what they liked, didn't like about the season, what they want to see in season four, a whole bunch of other stuff. After we do that, me and you are kind of just do one of our report card apps, I think is what we start to I call them. it. Like, yeah, we'll just talk about how we feel about season three, what we want to do in season four, all that type of stuff. And then I will end season three with the story of me and my homies getting kicked out of medieval times in Baltimore, Maryland in eighth grade. And that in is
1: Baltimore? Happened. I forgot that this is <laughs> yeah, <was> in Baltimore. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly, oh, dude. dude so, hell yeah. Um, but yeah, so we got a jam-packed episode here for everybody. I'm excited to get to it. Um, Sick, dude. But yeah, Steel Grey, man. It was so... Yeah, she was a treat, man. It was I unbelievable to finally eyes. get her in studio yeah. and meet her. And uh, I think a lot of these questionnaire results will say, but one thing I definitely was thinking too is how prepared she was. It was yeah. like oh unbelievably God. amazing. So shout out Steel Gray, our wonderful mother of the podcast. I know she'll be back in season four and more seasons to come, but yeah. I, I don't know. What would you think of her rolling in here like a uh, like a bat out of hell? I
1: loved it. I learned a lot. And – uh. I didn't know she was a lawyer at first, yeah. and, and then, you know, within the first few minutes, I would say I could see it right away.
2: Yeah, exactly, <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. And, so when she started yeah. pulling out the bags that were numbered, I was like, oh, man, we yeah. had skater in one, in over yeah. our heads over here.
1: Yeah, dude, it, it, it was wild, but it, yeah, I, I loved it, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I can't believe some of those things that we were just so dumbfounded like didn't know what the kitchen I,
2: I don't know man I thought we did pretty good all things considered yeah. math started to get a little funky once <laughs> we got into math but uh, other than that I thought we did pretty good we had no idea about the seamer but we had egg yeah. we had the potato peeler we had that's, that's thread and a needle we had a bunch more than, yeah. than you'd think we did but no I agree. I agree overall I think she would definitely uh, got the W on us there yeah, <laughs> I would agree Sure. sure um, but no man let's jump into the questionnaire and again the last questionnaire that we have in season three. So, uh, again, we're going to always post these in the link in our Instagram bio. If you're not following us on Instagram, you're a cotton-headed ninny muggins, you're asleep at the wheel, and watch out because skater Rob's going to sneak up from behind you and whack you in the head with his skateboard, just take you out and knock you out unconscious, maybe curb stomp you afterwards. You won't won't know what's coming. We'll give you a good phone number for a dentist so you can get that fixed up afterwards, but we won't feel bad about it. Yeah, <laughs> that's a nice gesture. <laughs> but we're at, or we're on Instagram at the anybody can do the show. Make sure you jump on there because even though we're taking a couple of weeks off, as we'll get into a little bit later, Instagram's gonna be popping here while we're yeah. uh, quote unquote off uh, or not recording, I guess I should say. But in perfect anybody can do this fashion, we have a brand new new kid on the block for this week. The last questionnaire jumping in, enlightened asshole. So shout out enlightened asshole. That name sounds familiar. I think they might have been in season one or two. Too, but no, they weren't here for season three. So new kid okay. on the block in terms of season three. So shout out, Enlightened Asshole, whether yeah. you were listening the whole time or just jumped in late here at the end of the season. I love we the name. appreciate you. And yeah. um, we had some great responses from Enlightened Asshole as well as some other anybody's this week. So the first thing that we asked everybody this week is what did you like about the season three of the Anybody Can Do This Show? So Miss Beans hopped in here, one of our favorites from this season. It was amazing to see the show evolve as people came on out of their shells. It was amazing to see the show evolve as people came out of their shells more, including Neighbor and Rob. I can't wait for season four. So shout out, Miss Beans. Love the love. Thanks for that. Poop stain in all caps. Interviews. (laughs) Dot, dot, dot. Skater Rob. So, dude, dude, hell yes. Poopstain yeah. is a legend for He's many reasons, it. but uh, again, seems to be yeah, maybe Boobstain. starting a new Skater Rob fan club, at least becoming the president of dude,
1: it. Dude, we so. might have to do like a little... Uh like a a a, ins, a little deeper dive interview or something like oh, that. Dude, I
2: think that'd be a great idea for season four. Now that you're a little more comfortable, I bet you could kind of tell yeah. the story a little bit deeper and tell something. Yeah, dude. we could hundred percent. Let's do that. Yeah. We'll, we'll lock cool. that in for an episode. Right. Awesome. Uh, all right. And then we had bleep and Nima, uh, the girl from bleep and Nima wrote in and said, really hitting the stride with a new lineup and lots of interesting guests and YouTube videos. So bleep loves yeah. when we're posting the stuff on YouTube. So I guess we'll, we'll keep doing that That's for cool. her and yeah. everybody we'll else out YouTube them. up, and then the last one from Enlightened Asshole: originality, randomness, the flow. So again, all good things to cool. hear that people enjoy. But again, on the flip side, I think in order for the show to evolve and keep getting better, we also got to ask people what they dislike. So skater Bobo why don't you
1: read yeah. what the, anybody's had to say about that? Yeah, I'll run through these. Uh, Bleep and we need more anybody meetups. Definitely still blaming Rona for most of that, but just saying. We're, and we're, I, I agree with we're that. Coming. Yeah, it's. It's, this whole freaking show has been tearing the Rona. It's exactly, kinda, which crazy. is crazy. we're just
2: passing a year now since the first episode of season one, like the first episode ever came out, which is like like a week or two now, like a year ago now, uh, dude, as of a week ago. You know what I'm wild. trying to say. I'm fumbling over the me, place dude. tonight. But, uh, I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah, it's crazy to think that, but I also want to say that's part of what I alluded to season four, episode one, some of the kind of breaking
1: news coming out might have a little something to do with, with that Miss Bleepenema. So just stay tuned. Yeah. We got you. Stay tuned. Bleepenema. Um, enlightened asshole. Uh, he just says nothing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Enlightened asshole Uh, already, uh,
1: (laughs) skyrocketing up the rankings. So, um, Miss beans, some of the interviews back to back were a little too much for me to digest in one week. On the more serious topics, some more banter in between, even within an episode on various topics, like the last few interviews did help. Uh, Yeah. yeah. I mean, mean, that's something we've talked
2: about, and I think we're going to get into in our little report card portion is is I agree with that, that like back-to-back interviews sometimes got a little redundant. It's so weird, dude. Miss Beans particularly, but a lot of the anybody's are so tapped into the conversations that we have off mic like about the show and like what's I don't know like it's awesome like I think when the show starts blowing up and we're like all over the place putting Pittsburgh like uh, all these Pittsburgh talents and people on the map or helping to yes. f- help people shine that Miss Beans needs to be like our A&R or something we need Miss Beans in our front office she can be like player coach where she's helping us with the development she can yeah. jump on our deep thinking segments but she, it's just wild how in step she like always is with, with what we're doing so Miss
1: Beans love you girl shout you out yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, right. wait, we got one oh, more. Oh, yeah, sorry. Po- poop stain. Uh, well, just to be blunt, absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: again, we're looking for uh,
1: crit- uh, in, critical, right. uh, what that is it, the no,
2: constructive it. criticism, but yeah. uh, not getting it from poop stain or enlightened assholes, which is A-OK, too. They're so, psyched. Um, all right, what were your takeaways from Steel Gray slash Hey Millennial? That was the next question we asked yes. everybody. And uh, oh, oh, Skater, oh. Skater, what is 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 that a choreographed dance for the last episode? Oh. (laughs) Take a breath, man. Take a breath. How do you even bend like that? But, geez, people, if you know, if you're not watching on YouTube and you can't see, that sound right there is in fact the sound for the response of the week. So shout out, not only New Kid on the Block, but also response of the week winner in in their first ever episode in the finale, Enlightened Asshole. So Enlightened Asshole, I know you're listening out there. If you're filling out a questionnaire, please hit us up on Instagram because you will be leading off and reading the intro for season four, episode one, on May 6th when it drops. So please, reach out to us on Instagram yeah. anytime between now and then so we can DM it to you uh, yes. right before we record in a couple weeks for season four, uh, episode one, and we will have you read the intro. But when asked what uh, what you thought about Steel Gray, Hey Millennial, Enlightened Asshole said, change is inevitable and we need more math and more cowbells. So <laughs> I like that they love the, uh, us sucking at math and then also the nice little SNL yeah. reference I also appreciate on there. Yeah. So Enlightened Asshole, a little hat tip to you. Cat I don't tip.
1: think you're going to see much. Much more
2: math coming my way.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Dude, I uh I, once we started getting into the double digits, I started struggling as well. Yeah. So uh but no, we had Bleep and Nemo on here say nonstop laughs, sage advice peppered in between savage burns, which I think is a phenomenal way to uh describe Miss Steele Gray. And then yep. poopstain finally, uh will every generation dislike the next question to Mark might just be genetic. I thought this was actually a very interesting question that it's like uh uh, I, I think that inevitably when you have a conversation of uh, differing generations you're always going to kind of have that over, overarching kind of like I don't want to uh, say contention because yeah. that's not the right
1: word but like uh, I don't know man it, it, it it's different dude um, I can speak I guess, a little bit about like through skateboarding like the last the, the generation that would be considered right behind me I'm cool as hell with right but and like, then, two gen like you keep going back and forth, or you keep going a little further back, maybe not so much. But then, I don't know, dude. Well, I guess that proves Poopstain's point that like as you get further, like, do you think in twenty years I'm you'll be as I'm getting so cool? fucking old now that there's even another generation. Exactly, and, and they're think- coming up, and I'm looking at them like, oh, these kids are the fucking shit. Like, they're cool. Oh, okay. So you're looking so at them. okay. So it, it's not it
2: like with like a begrudging sense. Correct. Okay. Good for you. I mean, do you think you're in the majority or the minority of like, I know the skater community is your easiest comparison there, but like, do you think most skaters feel like that? Or like, is it still this vibe of like, um, once the old heads get to a point, they're always talking about the old days. Um, I think that's always going to be, it's always going to be Poop like point, right? Yeah. Like, is yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that's always going to be, I, I don't think there's But I'm just saying it doesn't have
1: to be that. the next generation behind you, like that you have to dislike. It can right. be.
2: Well, I think that's what most people's things is. I think the closer yeah. you are to a generation, the closer, like the less you have that feeling of like, oh, the good the good Correct, old days were yeah. better. But like us and uh, Steel great, we're probably like that two gap apart, you know, or one, Easily. whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, exactly. I mean,
1: like it depends on three. how you define your right. generation, right? Or, you right. Know.
2: But again, I think if she was someone who was in her like uh, late thirties, early forties, you know what I mean, maybe wouldn't have had that. Again, and I don't want to come on here and say like I kind of disagree. I don't think uh, that. Steel grade totally had like that, like old lady yelling at the sky thing. I yeah, don't yeah. think it was like that. It, we yeah. actually had a funny conversation off mic when we were talking about uh, that we got into it a little bit about sewing a button for a dollar. And then like she said oh, she yeah. was like, oh, I would have no idea how to set up like uh, a website or something. And I was like, oh, I could do that for you for a dollar. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So shout yeah. out Steel Grey. She is a woman who will yeah. always raise her hand and be like, kind of gotcha. So uh, she's yep. the best. But also on here after uh, Anima, we also ha- or excuse me, poop stain. we asked, what would you like to see in season for. So uh Poop saying, sit on here. More events, more interviews, more cartoons. So another Hell Skater yeah, Rob shout
1: they're, out. They're fucking coming, dude.
2: As are more events and more interviews. Uh, Miss Beans, more yoke, exclamation point. And maybe like an anybody episode for every interview app or something like that. Yeah. Again, kind of uh, a was- little scary how in tune Miss Beans is kind of getting with what's going on here. It's starting <laughs> to think our phones are tapped maybe right to Miss <laughs> Beans' crib. Um, enlightened asshole. Dating game with bleep. She's amazing. Different personalities. Quote, Pittsburgh News not news, local non-celebrity celebrities. So again, kind of yeah, what nice, we're talking about dude. is just giving a little shine to everybody in Pittsburgh that's really yeah, fucking doing it. <laughs> yeah. um, and then Bleep and Neem on here saying more musical guests, more videos, a whole episode for Beat or Beat Those Cheeks, which I love. Maybe okay.
1: an exclusive now we're talking,
2: episode dude. of Cheek Beating, which would yeah. be so
1: much fun, dude. Can we please do that?
2: Yes, dude? I will promise please. that in season four we will have an exclusive Cheek Beating episode.
1: And it's got to be like early on in well, season four. And
2: that's what's perfect, dude, is I have this running word document of all the people all the anybody's who've been sending in like we have dude we have to have yes, over 50 or 60 topics do to they cheeks.
1: DM them and, and we email a, them
2: just on the questionnaire we've had a question okay. all season okay. that's like what do you want to? if do you have anything we want to debate let's, on beat let's beat keep sheets. pushing that so too. I have people's names anybody names and then that's, their topics that they put in every week all. come on man I got a method to my madness
1: you got a uh, excel sheet with all that no, no, a word document I ain't cool enough no okay. for excel
2: I'm not smart <laughs> enough for all that so it's just like a <laughs> long ass word document it's actually not that efficient now that I think about it but, um, (laughs) all right. And then the last thing that we're going to wrap up before we get to counterpunch is anybody's segment idea. So again, we asked this all over the place. And this, I think is also kind of another version of like, what do you want to see in season four and coming up? So just another way of asking it. Why don't you tell the people
1: what enlightened asshole had to Mm -hmm. say? Okay. Enlightened asshole says, um, questions and answers only a Yinzer would know. I like that. I so, like, love that, yins are dude. trivia, kind of. Yeah. Uh, games and trivia. Yep, there you go. Uh, mentioning local succeeding business and young businesses. So we, I'm going to get into We're this We're kind of
2: all right. Yeah. And with something that, so I guess I'll get into it now.
1: Uh, we are, we have well, a Some new. of those uh, artists that we've interviewed- uh, the guitar players, both of them, they're kind of like their own business. But I'm
2: thinking of this more from a lens. Like when Eli came on one of the last times in this season, we had to bleep it out because we have this new video segment that we're going to come out with in season four that we're going to like film a lot over the next couple weeks to have Mm -hmm. drops for people that it's essentially going to be a spotlight on things in Pittsburgh. It could be a restaurant, a business, uh, a product, like anything like that. But this is a perfect place where if over the next couple weeks you have a business you're starting, you have a friend that you know or like a family friend or a local business in your neighborhood that's just opening up could use some love after quarantine. Email us oh, at theacdtshow at gmail.com yeah. and we'll do I don't I don't want to release the name of this segment because Fancy Bread came up with it and it's like I okay. love it. Like it's hilarious. But Sounds just know it's like a spotlight thing. Shit. We're gonna release them like maybe every week, maybe every other week. I'd love to do 20. It's just a lot, but like we're gonna yeah. try and bang out as many as we can. That's but cool, email man. us like if you have, if you have a business, if your friends have if you just some you want us to do a little spotlight video on maybe meet the people who are rocking with it we'd love to do it email us so we can go out and, and we're, we're mobile now that's dude. cool man yeah, we're ready to that's, roll i'm
1: blown away actually yeah sorry keep going yeah um tips and tricks uh, no i mean that's, that's like pretty, from
2: you like skate tricks and tips
1: i mean this could be very broad but it could also be very awesome
2: i think it would be hilarious if you just started doing like skate trick videos like for our own right in d- here <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> maybe every episode you have to do like just like a random trick like in the studio oh, that like, would be and, sick and, and like yeah and like if you don't land it on the first try you have to do something like we got to yeah. flesh this out but enlightened <laughs> uh, asshole like yeah, dude, is it coming with absolute dude, he's weapons. got more
1: he's got more and you keep saying he we don't know it's a he, oh yeah i'm sorry I'm like sorry.
2: again this hey. we had a lot of ladies my, come my bad. flying this year it's so don't she. all right next one this one's i want to
1: talk about uh, flashback
2: segments I love the sounds of that There's no more detail I need you to reach out to me Enlightened Asshole DM me on Instagram Email me Whatever It yeah, says and, love but expand No I wrote that That was my notes Okay <laughs> yeah, ah. yeah like I love the idea But I need someone to expand on it So um, cool. yeah okay. I, I like that Like maybe talk about Old moments from the show I feel like we're not I guess we've been around For a year now We got
1: some old moments That we could like talk about But
2: alright I, I love yeah. it But let me know What you're for thinking sure. about that Because I mean, I'd love some more three. detail
1: Um uh, next, he says fun and random facts, uh, which is cool. Yep. We're definitely going to take care of that product review. Kinda That's just cool. About yeah, that. I'm down yep. to do some shit uh, like that. Um, I think that is inevitably also going to come out and maybe some of the interviews that we eventually end up doing too. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, Tell a story. Bam. You're going to do that tonight. Amen,
2: my brother. All right. And then we have Bleep and Nima come in here to wrap up with the yes. final
1: questionnaire answer for season three. More great debates. I love to judge, and I got. A gavel. Let's
2: go. <laughs> <laughs> I just had this hilarious vision of like Bleep and at Aldi uh, with this gavel. And if someone's coming through the line that's like giving her some bullshit that she doesn't want to put up with, she can just smack the gavel and like the person <laughs> will fall through like a trap door. So uh, Bleep. I don't know who we have to talk to about at Aldi Corporate about getting that done, but uh, that holler incredible. at shorty. We'll get it knocked out. Um, all right. Skater. Clowner punch is where we find ourselves right now in the show. So if you are asleep at the wheel, if you don't know what's going on, my favorite phrase is sleep at the wheel if again we just already talked about assault with a deadly weapon with the skateboard what else could we do to people if you licked a COVID infested pole and you 've been quarantined for the last two weeks and you don 't know what the heck 's going on it 's okay because counterpunch has been a little quiet over the last two yeah. weeks, but we 're making up for it tonight because here is the time in the show where you can either email us or jump on your voice notes and send us an email uh, to the show at gmail.com and just kind of react to something on the show because we don 't have one tonight we don't have two, not three. But we got four counterpunches here from the people to wrap up season three. Skater's sneezing. He's so excited. It's insane, insane right <laughs> now. Um, all right. So the first one that we're going to do is from Miss Beans. So let me pull it up here on my email. So we have a counterpunch here from the one and only Miss
0: Beans.
3: It's your girl, Miss Beans. I just had to hop on give a little counterpunch for a Steel Gray's episode. Really enjoyed the episode. It was nice to hear from someone in an older generation. Um, how they feel about the topics that you guys discussed, but I just wanted to throw in my two cents on a couple issues, the fraternity thing, and also the hate boomer and millennial like back and forth. So in college, I really struggled to make friends because I had never drank before. I did not drink until I was 21. And freshman year, everybody was going out to the clubs and the bars. And every time I would meet someone, as soon as they found out that I didn't want to do that and that I didn't drink, they dropped me in an instant. So it was very lonely. I went to school three hours away from my hometown. I didn't really know anybody my age when I got there. Marching band definitely helped connect me to more people, but in my day-to-day classes, I was pretty lonely because I just didn't have anyone. And on the weekends when everybody was going out to parties and stuff, I was at my dorm watching movies by myself or occasionally with my roommate. So I decided I would join a fraternity that was co-ed and I was psychologically hazed in that fraternity. I ended up quitting before I finished my pledge process because I was on the verge of mental breakdown trying to do all of the ridiculous things that they were asking us to do, being punished for things that weren't my fault, and also taking 19 credit hours plus extracurriculars on top of trying to push my way through that, which was really hard for me because I don't like to quit on things. Once I've committed to making a decision like that, where I'm going to do something and there's a process and there's a goal, I really have a hard time stepping away from it. But I had to make that hard decision for my own mental health and so that my studies didn't fall by the wayside. It just wasn't worth it. So then I met my roommate my sophomore year, and she was amazing. She really took me under her wing and she introduced me to some different organizations on campus, and one of them was an all-girls fraternity, because when our fraternity was founded, there were no such thing as sororities. So it's really, really old. I was able to find people through that that I knew from marching band and other music things that I had gotten involved with. And also meet some new people who shared the same thoughts as I did on the whole partying and drinking thing, where we would just go like bowl or go to karaoke at Applebee's, our local Applebee's in my college town had karaoke. It was pretty awesome. It was uh, happening in place. We did the wobble to finish off every night at like midnight. It was amazing. But yeah, so... I'm not too sold on the whole, like, you have to go to college to grow as a person and yada, yada, yada. But I did learn a lot. I'm not sure it was worth the multi-thousand dollar price tag. However, um, you know, I'm thankful that my mom also helped me get through college and allowed me to go somewhere that I really, really enjoyed, um, even though it was three hours away from home. Second, on the hey, boomer and millennial thing, I feel like no matter what, no matter how far apart you are in age and how disconnected you feel from someone, maybe they haven't been the nicest to you and they've made you feel like lesser because you don't know something that they do. I think it's important that we all just remember to stay curious and have that learner's heart where we just, we want to understand. And instead of approaching those situations as like, ha ha, you don't know how to send a tweet and I don't know how to change a tire, but I could teach you how to send a tweet if you wanted to, and you could teach me how to change a tire. So I just feel like if we work together and we try to understand each other, we'll just be so much better off, even though you know, the jabs can be funny sometimes in the end in order to coexist. I feel like that's what we got to do. Thanks for listening to my long-winded counterpunch this week. Um, see y'all next season.
2: Miss Baines with that. I mean, I love her little uh, shot of herself there. But I, I mean, I we were talking about this off mic while she was doing that skater. It's like... Counterpunch, this is what Counterpunch is. Most of the counterpunches that we get are funny, but if Miss Beans likes Counterpunch as a place to reflect on the episode, like who are we to say, like what Counterpunch is or, or not? So yeah. I mean again, it's uh I was surprised that our conversation took that turn to like all the call, like the hazing, the fraternity, but again, the exclusion, inclusion, whatever you want to call it. But again, I think that that all goes into the fact that whatever we think we're getting out of the show, somebody else that's listening might be getting a whole other thing or, or look for it to be like a place to like like that's like where Yoke where like Yoke has come on and showed like a serious side and like a funny side you know what I mean yeah. and I think yeah. Steel Grey had the ability and Miss Beans has had the ability to kind of do both of that and Steel Grey had the ability to do that in like one sitting while she was here you know what I mean so yeah, again it was just Amazing. that was a little bit deeper of a counterpunch but again it's, no it's she's right
1: redefining the uh terms of the counterpunch and you said it
2: best it was like what were you saying like what did that feel to you it was like almost like her like review The episode you were saying,
1: yeah, it was like her, her basically just her full review of the whole episode because she was touching up on, uh, you know, from beginning to end of the last episode, right? No, seriously,
2: shout out Beans again. She wrote in her email, apologies for the turn signal. She was recording on the way home, so
0: (laughs) yeah, yeah, I love that too.
2: I didn't even hear them Beans, but if they're in there, whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. all right, the next one we got is from my man, my homeboy, my daddy. my literal
0: dad big l howdy neighbors this is big l i just want to say i'm in awe of the majesty that is steel gray and if you're going to teach neighbor nick how to drive a stick we definitely need to talk and for the record i'm 61 not 63 (laughs)
2: <laughs> that's little, uh, all right man whatever uh, we'd have to check the tapes on that one but uh <laughs> thank god my mom doesn't listen to this show i don't know my dad kind of throwing a shot across the bower a little flirtation over there it's steel gray the yeah. majestic one so. Shit.
1: yeah <laughs> he's being sneaky oh man I, we got to get him not, on here man dude, we have to that is so awesome that you guys call him big al oh dude shout out d reason he's written into
2: the show before he's yeah. the, he's the owner inventor creator of big l so that's, he created a monster. Great, Nikki Minaj says. Um, all right, and then the last one, speaking of Steel Gray, is from the woman herself, Steel Gray. So cool. let's see what she had to say.
3: Hey, bozos. Steel Gray here. Buff, bitchin' and fully vaccinated with a word or two to say about the deer hunter. Uh, Big L was totally right to be throwing that dinner roll. The movie is beyond a Pittsburgh movie. Total classic. Defined the generation and uh, told the unflinching story about the Rust Rust Belt working class people who carried the burden in the Vietnam War. Great, great movie. And Big if you want to throw a dinner roll at me it's okay
2: what is going on here, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen? What is going on here? Our, oh, my. I'm speechless right now. Uh, oh when is the last God. time you saw me speechless yeah. on these A-
1: airwaves? Yeah, never, dude. <laughs> yeah,
2: you're blushing. It's not even your dad. I, like, I
1: know. I can't even believe what I'm hearing, dude. It's fucking crazy. It's so funny that we don't <laughs> listen to those
2: beforehand and, like, how beautiful those yeah. synced up right there. Oh, Yeah. Yeah
1: the uh, shit, man. That was perfect. Yeah,
2: I, I don't know. We're going to have to get big in Ellen here really now. And like, again, he cool. talks a big game on Counterpunch, but it's a whole new ball game when uh, yeah. when you get here live on the mic. I think he'd actually be better on the mic than some of his counterpunches Punches come I'm off as.
1: fucking bummed that we missed it, uh, Deer Hunter, and I'm bummed that we missed a couple other movies too, man. Well, I mean, again,
2: I think that I makes know. you realize there's a billion that's been filmed here, it's, so it's mind-blowing.
1: Wouldn't sweat it too hard. Yeah.
2: Um, all right, so I the last one here is from someone who i i think (coughs) excuse me michael h didn't is michael h the one we had one time that was like that real high-pitched voice i think or something
1: yep yep the episode if you pull this four what yeah
2: somebody go back and pull the tape if that was actually episode four like yeah i I don't know. season
1: three yeah i think so
2: okay all right well so this is from a Michael H. And, and the title of this counterpunch is just honoring the worm. So not not sure what that means. I don't, okay. So let's give it a listen.
0: Hello, anybody. This is Mr. Michael Hoppenheimer. Once again, Michael Hoppenheimer. For those of you who don't know me, I was besties with the worm, MTW Manners. Mr. Magic Turbo, the worm, Manners. I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but Mr. Magic Worm, Turbo, passed away. Please keep him and his family in your prayers. To honor the worm, I will be the voice and carry on his legacy going forward. I know that he would want you all to remember him with a quote such as you can do whatever you put your heart and mind to anybody's. Keep chasing your dreams and never give up. You don't lose until you actually give up. Anybody's I'll see you in season
1: four. This is Mr. Michael Hoppenheimer. I fucking love Michael Hoppenheimer, dude. So, worm's what, dead, dude. Such a that good dude. You're happy in a time when the worm is dead. Yeah, but I know who the worm is, and I know who Michael Hoppenheimer is, and to me, it's like they're almost the same person. You know, now that you put but, you ever see, you ever, sorry, go ahead. Actually, I was done. Yep. <laughs> Profound, my boy. Um, you ever seen the movie Beer Fest? Oh, dude, I love that movie. What's Farva's
2: name in yeah. Beerfest? Fest? Fuck. Uh, Landfill, right? Landfill. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this has got, for better or for worse, Major Landfill's twin yeah, brother.
1: That's. Dude, brilliant.
0: You nailed
2: it. <laughs> That is exactly what just happened. All right. I'm ending season four, season three. uh, Questionnaire counterpunch of that phenomenal little uh, alliteration right there. I was thinking we could go all the way through with this episode, but we got to give people their beeps. Like Yoke, especially. I know Yoke's out there listening. He's addicted to the boop, 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 or whatever. So uh, yeah, I think we'll go to a little commercial break here and then we'll do our little report card up. I'm done. So without any further ado, I present to you, Us again. Doing a different segment.
1: Man, I just got my report card today, man.
2: I looked at it, man, I had all else on it. I took it back to the teacher, told her to throw some D's on it.
1: One day we're going to have, like, fucking bands and shit on the show, and they're just going to fucking be We have had bands and shit on the show. No, I'm saying playing, like, in the studio of the show, and they're going to get us all fucking psyched up. It's fucking like a live house band. Yeah, you'll dude. have
2: your case of water, and you'll just look, you'll take, look oh, around, dude, take a look around. You'll be deep throwing out be waters. Like, Neighbor, we made it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Who would be your ideal and house? It all band starts with the case of water for the anybody
1: can do the show. Say that one more time. Who would be your ideal house band for the anybody can do the show? So basically, you're asking if I could have any band on the show uh, that is still making music. I guess. No, I mean, yeah,
2: like feasible.
1: Damn. Uh Iron Maiden, dude. Ooh Yeah. Uh dude if Maiden was in this fu- dude, this whole room would would explode, dude. <laughs> Just with them playing their music.
2: I would have a revolving stage of my favorite rappers.
1: You want me to name a favorite rapper?
2: No, I'm saying that's what I would pick as oh, a okay. house band. What would yours be? What would yours? Be? That's what I'm saying. A revolving cast of hip hop artists No,
1: no, no. no rappers. No, no, no. You gotta pick one, dude. I just, just picked one? one. Well, I just picked one. Okay, so then that wouldn't be. I'd have to pick Springsteen. Oh. Huh.
2: <laughs> Go ahead. You were gonna, on the camera.
1: I thought you were going to pick a rapper.
2: Yeah, I, I. But that's the thing. I don't. I, I hate the rapper thing because. uh I, all of that. I am recording all of that. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah that's good. Um, I, uh, I kind of the Springsteen as the band is the, my number one band, but I wanted to take a revolving slate of rappers, but you didn't let me.
1: No, I didn't say rappers are not allowed, dude. But you I didn't want to pick one. I
2: didn't want to pick one rapper. That's what I was saying. Well, I would like I the it, ability to have a rotating. I didn't want to pick just one band. Fair enough. That's why I don't like when you turn the tables when I try and back you into a corner.
1: I, I, I gotta I gotta I'm backed in the corner. What do you mean, dude? I gotta fucking gotta See,
2: defend myself. And this is why this is perfect kind of intro into the um report card episode because I think if we would have done this about Genius. six weeks ago, no chance that you would have fought back like that right there. Like, yeah, probably know, true. Opinion, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think that is a perfect lead in man. Like this is all joking aside, you are someone who says very adamantly that you very much enjoy like these report cards, self-reflection, as do I. Episodes, <laughs> segments, whatever we want to call it. And I think this is a perfect time, whether we take 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30, whatever it is, to talk a little bit about our feelings about season three and maybe give people a little bit of a hint of what's going to come in for season four, what we'd like to get out of season four. Man.
1: Yeah, so. I, I think we owe somewhat of a... Uh a, reflex, a self-reflection of what is going on in our minds as far as what we're thinking you know about the show and so I think we owe that to the anybody's I agree I agree and any other listener out there well anybody even, even if they're listening to this sh- episode for the first time Exactly because that that dude that's a great point actually because this is
2: kind of the essence of what season 3 ended up being right it was kind of like Season 3 was almost a brand new season 1 in a sense, right? Cuz yeah. season 1 and 2 it is was. me, fancy bread, Andy Feathers, season 3 me and you. And yeah. so it very much was kind of like a brand new show. Like uh yeah uh a whole new not necessarily a caterpillar into a butterfly, but if there's something else that has like a couple different stages, but maybe we went from the baby phase to the toddler phase of uh, of the okay. anybody yeah. can do the like show, that. you know yeah. what I mean? And and again, I think uh We'll look back on season three and like the grand and like the scrapbook of the anybody can do this show in a thousand years or whatever. And season three will be like a good kind of like pivot point almost like a little bit of a change season, a little bit of like a pilot where yeah. we really tested a whole bunch of things out. Some of it worked, some of it didn't. And I think it really helped us narrow down what we want to do for season four because full disclosure man season three and it was very evident in the first couple seasons and in how you or first couple episodes excuse me and even how you jumped on was we were kind of flying by the seat of our pants there for a while you know what i mean
1: yeah man we were just kind of doing whatever we could but it ended up uh, dude like a lot of those uh talks and interviews that we had i I don't mean to, like, sound so nerdy or corny, but, like, dude, they were fucking good. They were good, dude. I mean, there's always... There's something that I took away from all of those interviews and that I still think about to this day. Like, you know, weekly. It's something that came from those interviews is on my mind that is new and helpful in my life. I can honestly say that. Right. And that's that's fucking sick, dude. dude. It's beautiful. (laughs) And I... It's... You you like you know like you don't really appreciate stuff like that until you get the opportunity to do it, dude. Right. I never knew that I, I would enjoy hearing other people's stories first, you know, right in front of them. It it's crazy, dude. Podcasting is fucking sick, dude. And there's tons of them out there, but it's it's just like it's like, if, if you're around our age, it's like fucking cable, dude. You have your few channels that you like to listen to. Exactly. And I don't know, dude. No, I, I,
2: I think what you said, there's a lot of podcasts, but there is something that sets apart, ours apart, is yes, these interviews are great where we're talking to people. We really hit our stride yeah, with that. But it, also the the ability to interact with the anybody so easily. It's just like, that's the real essence really of the That's really cool, show. man. Yeah. Like, you know the
1: interaction I mean? is like the fucking, the whole part of it, basically. <laughs> And I just think, I think with some of these interviews that we have coming up for season four, um, I think might really pave the way for the rest of uh, that season and beyond that. And I also
2: think, and Miss Bean's kind of alluded to this a little bit in her questionnaire results, our kind of plan for season four of... To the best of our ability, with scheduling and all that stuff, to do twenty episodes again in season four, and every other episode, like one episode is like an interview episode, one in one episode is like an anybody's segment episode, where yeah. like we were talk- like a full episode of Beat or Beat Those Cheeks, yeah, and then we're doing an- another interview, and then we do Hey Millennial with Steel Gray, and then we do another interview, and then we do life advice with Yoke and then we do another interview and like keep the questionnaire and all that type of stuff and I think that'll be that was a great thing about season three where it showed us that I think that kind of switching back and forth or that one-two cadence Makes both those types of episodes like hit more and being even more
1: effective. Yeah, I, I didn't mean to get into the whole season four conversation uh, like that. No, this is what but, this is going to be. We're going to bounce it, but back. But it and comes, forth. but all of that that is hopefully going to happen in season four and the shit that we're striving to do is all thanks to season three. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. we were.
2: That's what I'm saying, dude. Our, and, and season three.
1: Our bones. And I'm pretty sure that I was just out of focus
2: of the camera because I was just leaning back, just chilling, conversating. Uh, there, it's all but right. Like, but whatever. Uh, but that is what we talked about is about season three. Something we've mentioned on mic, off mic is showing up, you're inherently going to get better. And the fact that we yeah, man, showed up all throughout season three and got our
1: chemistry down and got like what we want to be doing down. Like, and that's something that easily can just get uh like ignored you know what i mean like it it it, it takes a long time for people to um like just realize that hey we've been doing it every week you know it's it's a lot but it's there's something about that at at the end of doing it every week for so many episodes and seasons
2: (laughs) yeah if you like like even episodes that we thought were bad people enjoyed and people liked you know what i mean and it's really easy to have a bad episode and be like man maybe we should take a week off and like recalibrate and and then we'll come back in two weeks and we'll have an even heater because that one just didn't feel good but that is actually doubt you know what i mean that is actually like those thoughts are like you being a wuss you know what i mean like that's what it is because like that that first thought yeah. of like oh let's take a step back and recalibrate is the first step to quitting in my opinion you know what i mean like yeah, that is a that. whole lot different than this plan break that we have a five weeks where we have a schedule where we're going to meet up and do all this development and plan and and be ready for may 6th because well
1: here's here, here, dude here's a new thing that we're about cutting to me do. off now I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> no, I'm just playing, dude. I'm just, I deserve that. If after I don't get this
1: shit in, I'm going to fucking forget it <laughs> yeah. and it's going to go out. No. Dude, the first thing, like, we never planned anything really. Like, no. I came on and uh, returned the next episode and we just kept going. Like,
2: we started to get a little semblance we, of a plan and schedule about through. we halfway were planning through. on the Shout way. Out David Lanning and the This Side Up crew, like, that was a huge, like, helping like uh we were helping the chips
1: fall into place i guess what i meant to say is that we (sighs) we didn't have a like pre-plan for the whole season we were just doing it as we were doing it yeah so i knew
2: that doing a podcast doing the anybody could do the show made my life better than i than not doing it and then yeah. when the two dudes that I started doing it with decided to take a different role and kind of more of like a step back developmental role, yeah. I knew I still wanted to do it, but realized that I leaned extremely heavily on them for everything involving the podcast. Like yeah. to me and everybody has different skills, different talents, like jumping on here and hosting a conversation is very easy to me. You know what I mean? Like it's just a natural talent that I have where which I, is kind of incredible, but, but again, it's incredible to me. Some of the talents that, You have, you know what I mean? Which is like, not like even like the skating and stuff, but like your artistic talents to me is unbelievable, dude. Like the fact that you can draw this thing right here, like blows my mind. Like, you know what I mean? Like that to me is the same. Thank you for like what you, it's like the same type of thing. So, I realized that during season one and two, I wasn't doing anything, dude. I thought I was really doing something. You know what I mean? Like really being involved in it. But I was kind of just latched onto this wave that was feathers and fancy bread. And yeah. it's a great wave to be on. And it's like a wave that showed me that like, I want to be a wave. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you get now ter- you're,
1: you're fucking running. Exactly. Shit, but
2: dude. <laughs> that's a long, that's a long way to say, I didn't know what I wanted. The, anybody can yeah. do this, I knew it. Andy and uh, Fancy Bread wanted the show to be but I didn't know what I wanted the show to be and I think season 3 is a great evolution from me by myself the first two episodes saying yep. um every other word to right now knowing what season 4 is going to look like in 6 weeks is like yeah. an unbelievable transition Like not only for me but like for the show and like yeah. from the anybody's being so interactive and being so responsive and helping, like, mold what that is. Because that's what I keep thinking about the show, dude, and what I really want to be about season four is, like, I thought a lot about season three where, like, like I have to be, like, the talent of the show now. Because I really looked at, like, Fancy Bread and Andy Feathers as, like, the, the talent of the show. Well, f- just hold on. Let me just finish this one thing. Okay, yeah. And then uh, as the season went on, I realized that my talent is facilitating these conversations with anybody's that wanna jump on here and interact. So it's like, it's it's not a talent like Andy where he can come on here and just like, without any preparation, make people laugh, like no doubt without it. Or Eli who can come on here and do that, can speak very intellectually about a whole bunch of different things, which Andy can do too, like mainly with his poetry and stuff, but like, I didn't feel like beat or beat those cheeks was like a talent necessarily. It was just kind of like a, a, a Hey thing that like ended up being a great, awesome facilitator of my talents. But that's, that's what I appreciated too about season three was just
1: that whole thing. I don't know what were you going to say? Season three is uh, I was just going to say season three is a big uh, kind of like growing season where I think we're just kind of all like figuring it out as we go along. But now as we've done a full season of doing that constantly week to week, now we have a little bit of time to plan for the season four and um i don't know it, it, if we're gonna be prepared you have to know we're gonna do a little bit better right and i think in order for us truly to
2: prepare for season four the anybody's have to be involved in that preparation because for sure that's gonna be that's what drives yeah the here's I, I,
1: I got, I got to say one thing Yep. we're going to not, we're going to be off the mic for those three weeks, but we'll still be, you know, active on Instagram or whatever. Ex- exactly. Ha- you know, the and media I think stuff.
2: something like we're going to try some new things on there. Like maybe we bring the questionnaire off season to Instagram where like Instagram has like that open questionnaire portion where I'm officially yeah. out of the shot. Now I don't even care about the camera anymore. Sorry, bleeping. I know you're not going to be able to see uh, me, but this is skaters solo show. Um, that like, I think that like what we just did for this questionnaire, we do over the course of the next couple of weeks, we're like, I mean, we have more people following us on Instagram than we do have listening to the show every week. It's not a huge difference in gap, but it's definitely a gap. So, that's a platform, Instagram being that, that we can reach out and interact with people who are still digesting what we're doing and interacting with us and commenting and DMing and doing all the great stuff that everybody's doing there. But, like, maybe we ask people, hey, like, why are you following on Instagram and not listening to the pod? Or like, why'd you stop listening? Or like, because what I want to do when we get to season four with like these interview at anybody app, interview up, anybody up is like, all right, two weeks from now we got an anybody up, uh, on Instagram, we're going to post a poll. Do you want to do life advice with the Oak? Do you want to do Hey Millennial? Or do you want to do a full beat or beat those cheeks episode? We're going to leave it up for 24 hours, whichever wins. That's what's going to be episode 7 yeah. you know what i yeah, mean yeah. and then we still have the ability for people to come up with new anybody segments and new anybody's to jump in there and, and be in the mix like like new segment like new segment once a once a month one of the episodes is like a new segment where new anybody if we keep collecting this repository of answers want to jump on and get in the mix mm-hmm. man
1: yeah man i think it was sort of like how you were saying of collecting this uh depository of beater beat those cheeks uh yeah subjects. repository repository what Depo- did i say depository Depo- what is that a trash can <laughs>
2: yeah we're like taking a dump you're like <laughs> 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 drop the depository <laughs> it feels so good to be a grammar police oh, for oh once my. in my life you know, that's never been yeah. me. But um, no, sorry. I, I, had to, I had to call you out on
1: No, fuck yeah, dude. Um, yeah, dude. I, I just think, you know, I, I'm fucking... Here's what I'm going to say, dude. I'm really stoked to uh, have on some artists and creative people for season four. Yep. I, I figured out during this season three that I love to just hear people's stories. Like I'm a big documentary guy. I don't know. I just, I love to hear, I like to read books. Um, so I'm just like a big story guy. I like to draw comics. I make those stories. Mm -hmm. I, I just, I, for, for artists and creative people, those are the stories that I want to specifically hear. And I'm not saying, I'm not trying to count anyone out or anything like that, but I'm just saying like, it'll be really cool. To have some of those types of people on here who can, I mean, dude, like they're helping me, but I want them to help, you know, but that's, the audience too. That's what's dude, so great like, about our sit-downs is that's yeah. the
2: theme of all of them is like, it's, we, at the theme of all of these <laughs> sit-downs, we keep saying interview, but we got to, we got to stay on brand sit-downs um, is, yeah whether you're a chef, a musician, an artist, a blah, 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 blah. Like yeah. we're talking to people who we appreciate the fact that they're going for it. Like, you exactly. know what I mean? That at whatever stage of going for it they're at, whether they have yeah. a nine to five, they do it on the side, they're going all in, blah, 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 whatever. It's like, so that's why I think we can I, basically sit down with anybody. You know yeah. what I mean? As long and as we know that, that's, that
1: we're interested in, in, in their, their journey. Dude, and, and here's another thing I want to say. Um, I'm not trying to just say that I would be stoked on hearing artists and creatives. Dude, there's there's other people out there that like did something for their career for 10 years and then just completely switched it up and went to like HVAC or like just started working or, like, like, our,
2: or like something our totally random. for season four is not yeah. necessarily a creative, but someone who's going to come on and still hit all those fields that you're talking about. Yes. Dude. Right.
1: It's, it's, I can't wait, dude. Yeah. Uh, those stories are amazing because like, how, like, how do you go from like doing something that you've been doing for like 10 years or or a couple or a few years and then totally switch it up right? and then just go like oh man well now I want to work on Rhode uh, Island
2: sized balls is how you know what I mean and you just don't care like it's like those stories are amazing that's what another part of uh, our interviews that came out of season 3 that I liked was was that like just not giving a fuck, you know what I mean? Not yeah. giving a fuck and just listening to that inner voice and knowing that, like, that's what all of our guests had some some little sliver of, whether it was Steel Grave, and, like, you know, Steel is yeah. another example of just, like, I know who I am. Like, I'll never forget she had a face, like, when I said something about, like, feeling uh, self-conscious ever, like, about who you are. Just, like, like, I've never had, like, couldn't even comprehend that, like, being a
1: thing Dude, week, the best awesome. shit I've ever heard, dude, my art teacher in high school, uh, he was the best. And sometimes he would, like, you know, just be kind of, like, looking a little dorky or acting a little dorky. And, like, I remember one day I was, like, dude, it's, like, do you ever, like, just kind of, like, feel a little embarrassed with, like, what you're wearing or, like, what you're saying, like, around, like, your other teachers and colleagues? And he's just, like, he's, like, probably, like, almost in his 60s. He's, like... I'm too old to care what other people think. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. And I think what you need to take from that is like, you're I'm never like, too old to yeah, not care what people exactly. think. Exactly. Dude, I, I lived that shit in my Tried fucking to. 30s, dude. Yeah. Like, I And
2: dude, that's what I love about the show is it helps me live that because I think that's something that I yeah. struggle with is what people think about me for sure. There's, but there's so pod, much time to waste
1: out that. there. And the, and the last thing you want to waste your time at is thinking about what other... Fucking what if people think? Um, what if, <laughs> yeah, yeah, what if, dude? Exactly. Yeah. Oh,
2: well, dude, I would love to end it right there, but we have one more piece of pressing business that oh, we I'm have gonna, to wrap up. Season three. Okay. Another beer here. Okay. I mean, on. again, we got we got the story time coming up, one more segment. But in terms before the the report oh, comes up, and this has actually very much to do with you. Arguably, your greatest contribution to season three and the anybody can do the show in general, in your mind, is what.
1: Wait. All right. You know I'm slow over here. That was <laughs> a very that? wild question. What do you think
2: was your greatest contribution to the season three of the Anybody Can Do the Show?
1: My greatest... <clears throat> hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I Sometimes I feel like there might be things that I'm thinking that... Maybe I wouldn't say out loud, but I do anyway. And, like, maybe there's other people out there that are thinking the same exact thing. Like, oh, man, it's just what I was thinking. But I don't know. I would, maybe I wouldn't say that out loud. Maybe, like, a little bit of that. And then the other thing would just be those cartoons, dude. I think, uh, I think the fucking... I had so much fun making those cartoons, man. And I'm definitely going to keep it going. And... I don't know, man. I mean, I got uh, goosebumps uh, because I asked you that
2: question, hoping that you would answer cartoons. And then you gave a beautiful, eloquent, heartfelt answer with like your kind of jump ins or or additions to the show. And I was like, Oh my God, like even me, like number one asshole on the show. Like, I I don't even think (laughs) I can be mean to Rob about that. Like, and then by the grace of God, Like Magic Johnson to rest in peace Elgin Baylor, who we just lost recently. You cram that stuff home and brought up the cartoons because that's exactly (laughs) what I was getting at, man. Those cartoons not only are dynamite, but have a little bit more uh, value to them than just posts on Instagram. Because the one and only executive producer, Andrew J. Feathers, will in fact be getting one of those cartoons Tattooed on his body.
1: There are, what, nine possible... Are you doing one for the finale? So... Yeah, I can do one for the finale. Okay, so
2: I, th- we we said we were going to talk this out a but little bit you know, live on air. We kind of know what we want to do this is good. So if we take out striking distance, which we agree is not really a cartoon, that was yeah, more that of like one, a piece. Well,
1: I just you know I feel bad for Andy. He's going to have to like pay That'd be a, a two thousand dollar tattoo. I mean, <laughs>
0: Dude, like,
1: and I and I want to talk to the tattooer that eventually that, would ever well, do
2: I, that. You would never let someone like you would have to tattoo that on somebody. I know you you fancy yourself a little amateur tattoo artist. I know, it,
1: well, I mean. I'm just kind of a stickler on certain shit, but you no, let, no, I, I would let, nah man. What if you did that as like a huge fullback piece on Andy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if dude, not to sound a little whack or nothing, but dude, if you had the money to pay me, I would fucking do it. Oh dude. my God. I don't I think I could even it.
2: commit. Andy I don't know how that. much if he's down. Be, I'd be down, but like, Oh <laughs> my God. Anyway. All right. So, yeah. but all right. So you're going to do what we'll
1: throw striking distance, not yeah, we'll out, throw that out because like, it's kind of on its own level. Exactly. You know it mean?
2: doesn't, it's, it's a kind of a step yeah. above all the other cartoons. Like, yeah. like to it's your an like, illustration, as we saw, it took you a little bit longer, obviously to do Understandably. Oh, understandably yeah. so, dude. Like, again, yeah. it
1: was well worth the wait. It turned into a personal project of mine. And Imagine yeah, that. And it, it kind of turned in, into a yeah, a week-long kind of thing. But whatever. It's so All
2: right. So you're going to do one for the finale?
1: Yes, I can do one for you the finale. You think
2: you'll have it up by Saturday, this weekend? Yeah. If not, it's yeah. fine.
1: Yeah. yeah okay. I can do it. So that will make it 10 then, correct?
2: 10. And I think okay. what we can do is then... So we always drop Thursdays. People know they need their Instagram post on Thursdays. Yeah. This is our last episode that we're going to drop in season three. Next Thursday, which is April, April Fool's Day. But this is not a joke. This is not a joke. So this is dead serious. That's just hilarious timing. Wow. Is, <clears throat> we will post a multi-slide Instagram post. Yeah, on the grid. With all the cartoons on it. We will number all the cartoons 1 through 10. We'll post a video about this in the story. We'll remind everybody about this. But what we will do is people need to comment with the number that corresponds to the cartoon that they want to see tattooed on Andy Feathers. <clears throat> yeah, Maybe we'll leave the poll open from like a Thursday through Sunday, like keep posting mm-hmm. videos to... Ooh, I just hit the mic to remind people to go back and kind of collect votes over a couple of days so we don't just limit it to one day. And then we will announce maybe that following Monday, whatever that is, April 4th, 5th, something like that, what yeah. the winners? I think that's the easiest way to do it. Is like I
1: think a, that makes most sense and it's kind of like the easiest way we can do it yeah I'm so excited dude shout out Andy Feathers for agreeing to do this and this is
2: all on the backs of the anybody's man you got to run to that Instagram page tell your friends if they're not following that they should be following yeah because next Thursday we know we're not going to have an episode for you but we will have the cartoons all posted and Again, now that I think about it, well, Skater, you technically have till next Thursday to come out with the last cartoon. I, I think we should give people some time to digest it so they can go back and look through all their
1: favorites. So still try and get it up yeah. before next Thursday. But dude, I'm thinking about like when Andy actually gets the tattoo, like we got to be there. And, we'll be like, filming it. Shit. Yeah. Right? Uh,
2: a bando. We got yeah. it. That'll be a video coming out for season four. So that's something. Sure.
1: That, yeah. That's in Absolutely. itself is something to look forward to. <laughs>
2: A thousand be percent. Awesome, dude. Uh, all right, man. Um, I think that's gonna wrap it up for the report card, man. I one last question yeah. I do have for you. When we're sitting in this position, one season from now, season four, what do you what do you wish you told? What do you want to tell future Rob from past Rob?
1: Wow. Um what would Past, say that again. What would past <laughs> Rob tell future Rob? Or what, no, no, no. I get it. What would future Rob tell past Rob? That's kind of tough, dude. Because how am I? I think I said past know? Rob tell future Rob. Oh, okay. Um, what, do you hope
2: to, what do you hope for future Rob? I, get, I guess I is a it better better get, way to put it. I get you. No, not the. I didn't set you up that well though. What do you um, hope for future Rob after season four? What do you hope that one evolution
1: change? Audition? I I would hope and say. Wow, this is crazy, but I would say make a schedule every fucking day because you're about to go into this, you know, freelance artist career life fucking pool of unknowingness. And I would just say, the first thing you got to do is fucking just make a schedule so you have a plan every day, every week, every month. And I'd say you got about a few months, maybe like a few to a several months to like figure out if it works or not. And if it works, fucking keep going. If it doesn't, don't be too bummed. You know you got some side b plans maybe go after those but yeah i don't know i would just say fucking, it's tough dude but you gotta fucking jump in and fucking no plan b. go Fuck plan you gotta b. go for it you gotta do the leap of faith dude well that was beautiful and inspirational but uh,
2: do you have anything to tell future rob about the show
3: keys to the five, call my niggas on the snail break some weed,
2: I got a story to tell. Uh, Yo, man, uh, y'all niggas ain't gonna believe what the fuck happened to me.
1: Yeah?
2: I gotta get out of this. This is driving nuts.
1: What's going on over there? I'm at a little
2: loop of a wire, so I couldn't...
1: Oh, yeah, get those wires out of there. Can't wait till we
2: have a... R- real studio shout out Uncle Joe Rogan we'll bleep this out because we won't tell people that we're moving to Austin to uh, be at Uncle Joe Rogan's headquarters there but yeah I don't want I mean, to release that before season Joe. four
1: I was talking to Joe the other Uncle day Uncle Joe show him some respect Uncle Joe sorry sorry Uncle uh, I was talking to him the other day he was uh... he was like yeah you guys really need to like just take those three weeks off we're not ready yet and uh I was just like, dude. Hey, well, I'm man. also excited to go down there. You got? Like, you know what I mean?
2: It was so much fun last time we went down there and hung out at a spot. Like, that'll be a good time that last weekend in April. And then when we come back and drop that up, it'll be <laughs> <sighs> miraculous. All right. So um, you ready? I'm going to go in the story in three. I'm ready. Yeah. Two. All right, Skater, so uh, here we are, kind of the last segment of season three of the Anybody Can Do The Show, and just to kind of pay homage, if you will, to season one and two, we always end the finale with some personal stories here. We kind of went a little bit longer in the first little bit, so we might save your first debut personal story for a later time in season four. I think you mentioned it best, like when we get some of your boys on here, whoever, like your stories are really gonna come out here and start
1: flying. It'll make it a lot easier to tell the story.
2: this one for me just organically came up in the season so it's just like it's perfect that like I'm gonna tell the tale of me and my homeboys getting kicked out of the restaurant live show, whatever you want to call it, medieval
1: times in eighth grade. So um
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: what are you laughing at?
1: Um okay, so I'm just like a big All right. like, kind so of like
2: let me set this up. There's say, a lot of setting up to do set before the we date get here. first, dude. So what I, years
1: are we talking I mean about? the
2: date? I don't have like a calendar. It's it's eighth grade. So I'm in eighth grade two thousand three,
1: two thousand four. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even okay. if you ballpark yeah, okay, okay yeah because
2: cool. like yeah I graduated high school in two thousand eight so Mm -hmm. started in 2004 like yeah 2003 2004 eighth grade early 2000s i went to a very small private school for like middle school so like when i say very small dude like my graduating class like eighth grade was 21 kids wow really small so like when you have like when you're in seventh grade or eighth grade i guess for this example like you have eighth grade a and eighth grade b it's like 11 kids and like 10 kids like in the classes. Wow. It's crazy. So, okay. And like the school I went to, I'll just say it, it's Carlo. So Carlo College like has like a okay. little campus school that has uh-huh. kindergarten through 8th grade where like that's where I went with like uh, um, from 3rd grade through 8th grade when I moved to Pittsburgh. Like I moved to Pittsburgh summer before 3rd grade and then there, Alderdice okay. State, whatever. Yeah, I have a similar story. Yeah, yeah okay. um, So really small Classes And like, also another thing was, I think not in eighth grade, they didn't do it, but like in, so our school was divided into floors. So like the kindergarten was in its own building. First, second and third grade, first and second grade were on the first floor, third, fourth and fifth were on the second floor, sixth, seventh and eighth were on the third floor. Okay. So when we were in seventh, sixth and seventh grade and we had like these 21 kids in our class. They separated us into two, like sixth and seventh grade A and B. And like the yep. group I was in, like sixth B, I think it was, had to be, was all guys. It was 10 guys in yes. this class. They, there was really. only like four or five girls in our grade. They put them all in one class, like had to, because like, yeah. you know what I mean? Just like, yeah. but it just ended up the numbers. And in retrospect, like wasn't the best idea at the end of the day was to put like a group of all these dudes together. Because it ended up being just like this rambunctious, just like uh not lord of the flies that's so aggressive and dramatic but like like Culty, not culty, uh, and that's dramatic too. But just like the, you have all these young, <laughs> angsty teenage boys, hormones going crazy. Everybody yeah. trying to be the coolest dude yeah. out. Everybody trying to be the wildest dude out. Nobody wanting to listen to anybody. And you put all those dudes together with like no semblance of a like girl who can be like, "All right, guys,
1: like, like we got it." Because like, the, yeah, yeah, the atmosphere uh, is way different if it's all dudes versus exactly. Kobe.
2: Exactly. That's the whole point of exactly <laughs> of what I'm trying to say is like it just. It just had everybody on a hundred all the time, dude. There was always this sense yeah. of like having to one up everybody or having to mess with somebody or having to like you know what I mean? It's like
1: so true. You're just yeah.
2: charged up it's so true. all the time, dude. Like you're and it cause just causes people to like Act out of pocket, you know what I mean? Yeah. And just like do shit and that this like. This is eighth you grade do. we're talking about. Eighth dude. grade, dude, when you're like you you have that, especially at the school we were at, like I was describing the floors and shit. You have that little bit of feeling in eighth grade of like, Entitled. I'm the man, nobody can tell me yeah. shit, like senior year type shit. Mm-hmm. You're like over oh, these teachers, oh, I'm on to high school, I don't have to do shit, like fuck out of my face. Like you have that. And then you have like all these dudes who are just like like charged athletic, like charged up, like no, like just in each like any other middle school dude but yeah. like our middle school is 20 kids so like there's that's no escaping anybody there's no escaping anything you're yeah, like you guys all know on, each other's right?
1: weaknesses exactly and, strengths. And, you,
2: and it's like a constant thing of like yeah. messing with everybody yep. and just like putting people yep. on the spot whatever so that's a long way of saying like it was just a charged atmosphere that's yep. like the easiest way so eighth grade comes down like a lot of private schools do i don't know if public schools do maybe you, Tell me, but um, you take like an eighth grade trip. So, like, we went to Baltimore and D.C., maybe just Baltimore. So you take, like, Friday off from school or Thursday off from school. You all get on, like, a Greyhound bus or, like, a charter bus. Yeah. You go down, and, like, your teacher's plan you're, you're, You and your parents, like, you do some fundraisers. Your parents pay. It all goes yeah. into that type of stuff. But, like, you go to, like, we went to Camden Yards, and we did, like, oh, a tour cool. of the baseball field. We went to the ESPN zone in the Inner Harbor. We went to a bunch of historical stuff, like, whatever, all yeah. this type of stuff. So you do all... These different like planned agendas. It's like a planned trip.
1: No, man. Like uh, we did the same thing, except uh, in you know in my class in eighth grade, there was probably like four or five hundred people right and so we would go on multiple buses and fucking right remember, and you guys probably went and again downtown. this
2: isn't talking shit you probably went somewhere like like Hershey or like
1: a theme park uh, or something right like for like only like a day dude honestly go- like not to sound like a rebel but like I ditched fucking a lot of the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. no I hear but you no though. like some of the ones we did or some <laughs> of the ones that I went on it was like fucking we went to Kennywood one time of course and then right we went to like just like like neighboring, uh, yeah, maybe Hershey no was like fucking, yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> All right, well, you're you're interrupting my story now. Sorry. This point. yeah, but I'm just saying, I, I, hey, man, I know what it's like in eighth right. grade, and you're, you know, setting up a good story. The trips here. and yeah, yeah. No,
2: I'm just messing with
1: you. I, it was joshing with you off like that. I Jig off. Do that. Uh,
2: so, as I have alluded to in earlier episodes of this season, one of the stops on that is a dinner at Medieval Times. So I need to kind of do another little bit of build-up before we get to Medieval Times. Like, Just like what the level... I I talk about a charged-up atmosphere, like what this level is like. So if we, on this trip... If the, say Medieval Times we left on Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Medieval Times is like Saturday night dinner. By the time we've gotten to Medieval Times, the following incidents have already happened on the trip. We hosted and executed, unbeknownst to our teachers, a fight night in the hotel. Like three or four different sets of fights where dudes just beat the crap out of each other, beat the shit <laughs> wow. out of each other. I don't know why I said crap. I've never, <laughs> never been scared to swear on this show before. I don't know what I'm thinking. That's beat okay. the shit out of each other, right? We... One of my homeboys, one of my best boys, actually, we were on the bus, dude, like, going from Pittsburgh to Baltimore. Or no, Baltimore to whatever. Somewhere other town to Baltimore. I forget. We had already made a stop. And, like, we went shopping. Like, we went to, like, the outlet Malls or something. We had, like, an hour to go shop. One of the girls on our trip had bought, like, underwear, bought a thong. And somehow, dude, we got our fucking hands on it. Bro, (laughs) I will never forget this image of one of my fucking best boys with... This fucking, he puts this thong on his head, dude. He has this pink, like he's cutting up so hard. He's got this pink thong on his head. This fucking teacher walks back to the back of the bus. He's like got his head covered in the seat. and goes like, beep. Like I'll do my own beep there. She goes, beep. What the fuck are you? Like and she doesn't swear. But she goes, what are you doing? What are you doing? He picks his head up. He's got this thong on his fucking head like a superhero mask, and he goes, I was just looking for the price tag. Like,
0: like oh. just, like, a beat, like,
2: had to go sit at the front of the bus, oh. one of the funniest oh. moments ever. But, like, so, again, just oh, another God. way of saying that this scene, this trip is just, yeah. like, our last hurrah of, like, shenanigans and just, like, eighth-grade-ness, right? Middle school yeah. angst before we go become freshmen and the cycle starts all over again. So... We go to medieval times. We're there for dinner. You, Skater Rob, are someone who was not necessarily familiar with what medieval times
1: is yeah. or was. I so, think is currently. So I, I guess what I thought it was was one of those like festivals that you know like the renaissance fair that
2: comes around in the yeah. summer it's around for yes. like a month where like only on the weekends it's yeah. popping off you got the boots
1: and well and all you that. also got those like Furby events and shit at all those like uh, right. convention centers and I th- I kind of thought it was like something along the lines of that but it is not like a
2: seasonal though. thing no it's, de- it's, it's very much it's like it's a 365 operation thing. exactly yeah. so medieval times is the best way to describe it is like a chain restaurant, like 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 a like a one of those like you can go to like the murder mystery dinners, like in the strip district yep. or whatever. Okay, it's just that's like, a good. Almost yeah. like if an escape room had dinner, like you know what I mean. So something where yeah. there's a live show aspect. That's not a good because you interact more with that. But like a live show and dinner, if that was like chained and franchised and like yeah. opened all across the country and this was like medieval theme where it does pull to your point from the renaissance fairs where if you take the boots out you take all the extra stuff out it's literally just like the the competitions between the knights so that's similar to and I was blanking on this movie somebody please DM me and remember, remind me what this Heath Ledger movie is where he is like a knight and like a joust guy I can't remember like okay. man it's gonna drive me nuts cause that movie's yeah. great uh, we'll look up. I'll post on it but uh, who knows but like so it took all the competition of like the night stuff yes look that up if only you had a computer um, so it takes all the competitions from like the renaissance renaissance fair it puts it in like almost like a rodeo situation where it's like an amphitheater with dirt where there's like bleachers
1: around a knight's tail
2: a knight's tail
1: yeah boom
2: skater Rob earning your paycheck thank mm. you that was awesome I've never
1: seen that. it before what? but I've seen you know wait, like wait, fucking posters did you, did you and shit Yeah, I never seen it, dude. When did this? Oh, two thousand one. Okay, bro. Yeah, you need to watch this. Yeah, spectacular. Heath Ledger's a badass. You're gonna love this. He's cool. You're gonna love it. All right, but I'm I'm getting sidetracked. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Medieval
2: Times is essentially a live show medieval competition where there's like four or five different nights, the white night, the blue night, the red night, the green night, the yellow night, whatever. You go there and you sit in a section. So you're either in the blue section, the white section, the green section, the red section, the yellow section, and you now are like rooting for that night in the competition. Okay. So it's like, you've now been assigned to the yellow night section and there's going to be four or five different rounds of competition from shooting arrows from further distances away to jousting, which is like the big one at the end, or like they, they fight with like, like kind of like they'll do in like uh, LARPing or whatever they call that. Mm-hmm. Like if you yeah. drive like on Washington Boulevard, you see the people who like dress up and beat the shit out of people. Yeah, with yeah, axes. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's the whole thing. You go there, you get assigned to a team and you're, basically eating a medieval style style dinner with like the big turkey legs and like mashed potatoes oh, family wow. style like in the bleachers and you're also assigned to like the yellow team or the blue team or the green team so it's awesome dude like if you're a kid or whatever like you're going and it's like you got like again this is always my comparison the Steelers the Ravens the Browns but it's all in the same arena in bleachers separated by color and like as the competitions go your night gets eliminated maybe before the end but you still sit around and like hang out and just watch you just lose a little bit of your rooting interest right Yeah. so you got kind of like a better understanding of like what it is now.
1: yeah i mean i'm just kind of fucking amazed that these places are
2: we're out there talking about it now it blows my mind that this was like a successful franchise like that this was like an in-demand thing because like again i talked about it before in a couple episodes i mentioned you it's like in movies it's referencing popular culture. Yeah, I like mean, cable guy. They, it's like a famous, a huge chunk of the movie is in at yeah, Medieval Times. Yeah. Like, so, all right, charged up group. We're at Medieval Times. We get assigned to the Red Knight. I don't know. I'm going to pick one, right? Yeah, sure we're there man and just like we walk in and we can just tell like we get like this glint in our eyes like we also it's like this is a place where like we're going to thrive as a group in terms of like causing a ruckus right like yeah. you're you're There's telling camaraderie me camaraderie like, there you're telling exactly dude it's like a barbaric atmosphere you got like the yeah. big mugs like the huge turkey legs you got like dudes oh, yeah, whacking the dude. shit out of each other with these things it's like yeah. a 13 year old dude you're like this is the greatest thing ever like that's why i guess the franchise worked now thinking back on it like, yeah, yeah i mean you're
1: really setting the scene here dude. Mean, thinking it about it's probably like
2: 150 crazy. bucks 100 bucks a ticket like for dinner and the show it's like shitty ass food i guarantee you it's like terrible and like yeah, like it, looking back it goes it's probably adult, like, these dudes are probably yeah horrific in terms of like athletic or whatever I don't know I don't want to talk too much shit but yeah so we're there man and we're just charged up from the go we're just like ready to go just like all in on the red night like going absolutely bonkers for the red night dude like we're sitting down close to the thing the other nights start coming by one of our dudes starts like swearing at like like you fucking suck like you're like we're like 13 like they're like introducing everybody that's not the red knight we're just heckling the shit out of
1: me oh like, my god so it starts dude.
2: like just like on that like we're <laughs> going like crazy like fan status right like yeah. for no reason everybody's trying to one-up the other person with yeah, like yeah, the yeah. insult yeah. like because we're far, like it's a bleacher group setting and i don't even know how this was possible the teacher's like the chaperones from our group were as far away from us as possibly could be. Nice. Like yeah, yeah. like I just nice. have no idea how that yeah. like looking back on no, how that now,
1: was. A thing. Now it makes sense. So
2: like we're on our own, like we're in this arena. There's yeah, like dude. other like normal people there, like trying to enjoy the night and we're just like doing our thing. So it starts like that, dude, and then it escalates to the point where During the competition, we have now taken our shirts off and are standing up in these bleachers, (laughs) waving our shirts around in this restaurant, dude, going absolutely crazy. Like, dude, so the the final thing is, and everybody knows that the story ends up in us getting kicked out of medieval times. Like, that's what it ends up in. And then there's like, uh, but what really leads up to us getting kicked out is... Shirts off, swearing, heckling, going crazy, waving them like a terrible towel. You know, like how if you go to a sporting event or if you see on TV, sometimes they'll have like those trained birds that they'll release at sporting events. And they'll like, the handler will have like, or like if you go to like a live show at Disney World, they'll have like the huge glove and like the hawk will sit on them. And then they'll like say a command and the hawk will like fly around the stadium and come back and like land on their arm. So they have one of these things at the thing, right? Oh my gosh. (coughs) They release this. (laughs) fucking hawk dude before like the championship uh, round and of course the red knight just by the stroke of god is in the championship <laughs> round so we are going we are so charged up i don't know how we haven't been kicked out for like taking our shirts off at this point but i think we have our shirts Wait, off I, hold up
1: yeah are you guys like fucking eating dinner and shit yes dude arms?
2: that's the thing like so we have like they just like serve you this food like have you ever been to like buca de pepo in the south like eating family style where they just like they you go to a a restaurant. give everything
1: that, to you on a You big, order, like, five or six and,
2: portions worth. They just yeah. throw it in the middle and everybody, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. feeds themselves rather than it coming plated. So it's like that, dude. Like, <laughs> so, like, we just, like, have already have our food. We're just going crazy. Like, we're drinking root beer thinking it's, like, real beer. Oh, like, for just sure, like, dude. But, yeah, yeah, so, like, the main thing like the, is, like, as any f- medieval fair is, like, the giant turkey legs. Like, oh, so yeah. we're hammering <laughs> these giant turkey legs, dude. So uh, that's actually a great question. So... Going crazy, shirts are off, waving around like a terrible towel. This hot boom comes out, starts flying, comes right over our head. One of our dudes in our group stands up, dude, takes his chicken bone and wails it towards this hawk dude doesn't hit the hawk misses it but just like Are throws you... the chicken bone at this like hawk like he
1: throws button. it at it
2: at the thing dude trying to hit it like in the grand scheme Holy of things shit, I hope there's no dude. statute of limitations on potential animal endangerment we didn't hit the hawk but like this is at this point we have officially caused the scene right? Okay, like, yeah 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 like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, now, dude. throwing things onto the now, floor of the live show as 14 year olds now there's a scene just an absolute scene thrown. so teachers are now aware? Staff from Medieval Times comes down. And is like you guys got to leave. Like kick us out. We, we.
1: okay. Hold up here. Pause. Yeah. Is this bird supposed to be flying around like that? Yeah, or it's Is like it this, like
2: loose and on the run? No. It's like part of the show. Okay. Like so it is part of the has show. Come off, the trainer has
1: released. But the bird it just kind of like went off the tracks a little bit and got a little too close to your homie. No. And like- that's the
2: whole point of the show is like oh, they don't expect like people to be cretins and they expect people to act with some sense of decency and decorum and the bird is supposed to be cool like oh my but god what? this hawk's flying right over my <laughs> head like like that's so cool like but like, and and so would it, why it, would anyone try and throw food at it?
1: Like, what, if, yeah. what if your homie like wasn't expecting that shit and it, he just flew right in front of his face like I can't It almost, wasn't like that
2: dude it was like it was like uh, okay. 20 feet above us in the air It's like when you go to the uh, penguin he game and the to blimps above that. Yes, yes exactly he okay. was just trying okay, to come. Okay, it, okay. oh yes I guess that's a good question it's okay. not like the bird was anywhere within a f- attacking us or within it was at yeah. least 20 to 25 feet above our head it was part of the show where yeah. every night at this part right before the championship they released this Trained hawk that just flies one lap around the thing and, like, in its lap while it was above us, threw bone. a huge turkey bone at him. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. So, all right. End of the story is we get kicked out of medieval times. Medieval times in Baltimore, or wherever the fuck it was, it was in like some strip mall. So it was like, when you get kicked out of Medieval Times, you're now in the lobby of a mall, right? So, like, yeah, dude, we get... Without even our teachers, like, the staff of Medieval Times, like, grips us up, takes us out, throws us out in the lobby, and, like, we're waiting on our teachers.
1: Specifically and, because of the turkey bump.
2: Yes, but basically citing multiple other instances, including yeah, cursing shirts like off, all you, the other things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they can't do anything. It's not like they were, like, arresting us. Yeah, they were yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. you guys got to get out of here. Yeah. So, we're sitting there, dude, and... <laughs> Obviously, we we think it's hilarious. We think it's like the funniest course, thing that yeah. ever happened, right? So, it's the shit, I'll never forget, man. We're sitting on like you remember in a mall, like you have those planters that have like a bench on four sides of it, and then like a big like plant in the middle of it. We're yeah, we on used some, to
1: fucking skate them inside. Uh, in some cases, yeah, that's
2: insane. Okay, but yeah, but, so we're yeah. sitting on one of those, dude, and I'll never forget this teacher, Miss Hassett. Miss Hassett, If you're listening, shout out you, um, typing teacher, nice. Was walking out of like medieval times dude, and I'll never forget her face. Miss Hassett, like we had some pretty brutal teachers, but Miss Hassett was usually pretty chill, pretty level headed. So like when you saw her like in one, you're like, Oh no, like maybe we really did do something a little over yeah. the line. But she beelines over to us and <laughs> there's probably six or seven of us in this group. She wags her finger. She puts her finger in our face and she goes, Unbelievable. It's unbelievable what the staff of medieval times just said to me. We were like, What? what? We got kicked out. Like, what? Like, okay, like, it's bad. Like, what? She goes, Before they came and kicked you out, they came over and tapped me on the shoulder and go, Ma'am, is this group of children mentally challenged? What? And, and she goes, No, why? She goes, Then they have to leave
0: oh <laughs> and like, my like, god it dude like, it was the most this, Holy the way this fucking teacher shit. said
2: this dude we all our faces just dropped we were like
1: oh my god oh like, yeah, my so, god just
2: absolute
1: dude. ridiculous so did god uh, to the story is that this dude did she used. even say to you guys what she said No, I don't even remember that. All I remember is the
2: line, they asked me if you were mentally handicapped.
0: (laughs) Like, that was just like the line. Like,
2: yeah, yeah, not mentally challenged, it was mentally handicapped. They came up to me (laughs) and asked if you guys were mentally handicapped.
0: Like, just
2: like an absolute. That's when you were like, oh man, we really, we really let this lady down. Like, she was just trying to enjoy (laughs) a nice turkey leg and scalloped potato with some butterbeard. We just like couldn't let her, (laughs) couldn't let her have her day. There's no chance, thinking back on it, that Miss Hassett wanted to be on this trip. Like chaperoning, like probably lost oh, a bet with dude. the other teachers, and this is what she has to deal with. Like,
1: you know um, what, dude? I don't think teachers get enough credit, man. For shit I, like I that, hey, amen. I would agree. I with mean, you. for uh, uh, for the shit that they do alone, being teachers. But then, yeah, you have shit like that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> fucking dealer! <laughs> oh, oh man, yeah. So that's Insane, it. That's the story about when neighbor and his homies got dude, kicked out of that's Awesome man!
1: The grade. fucking chicken or chicken or turkey bone. I Whatever. Yeah, turkey leg like. flying through the air, dude. <laughs> <laughs> at <that> this hawk. It's <laughs> just like with this uh, hawk that probably wanted to catch it. Well, we like, like
2: have our shirts off, waving like a terrible towel, like the Steelers to. are trying to do a fourth and goal goal line stop, like dude, that's in December. Awesome. Oh my god, that's
1: awesome, dude. Eighth grade. Ah, those, those are some good years, man. Those are some really I don't know good about years. that.
2: Thinking back on that, it was it was just it was hey, just man. ridiculous. That's just what it was, man. The, the group was. was going crazy, but I
1: don't know. That's it. That's the story to end season three. What did you think? Worth the wait? I loved it, dude, and uh, it made me think about possible stories that uh, I could tell. That's the thing, like think, the whole time I'm listening to you, I'm thinking about my eighth grade, and God damn it, dude! It was a little bit more interesting than getting kicked out of to times in the suburbs of Baltimore, Maryland. I well, unfortunately, <laughs> my story is like kind of gross, and I don't know, like, well. We've had a solid
2: night. Let's not end on gross. Solid season. We don't need to end on gross. Deal. Maybe go back to the vault and look for a few more stories. Deal. No, but that's it and that's all. I think that's going to do it for season three of The Anybody Can Do the Show. Huge shout out to anybody. (laughs) Anybody out there yeah. who listened, responded to a questionnaire, liked something on Instagram, shout out to the anybodies, because without you, we wouldn't be able to do this and yes. keep rocking. Seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, we love you. We're taking this break. This is not a typical ACDT break like it was in the past with no plan. May 6th, come hell or high water, you guys will have a brand new episode coming from us. Skater, any last final words of wisdom for the anybodies before we head out for
1: um, season three? They're not necessarily words of wisdom, but I just want to like genuinely thank that. I want to genuinely thank everyone who has come on and taken us somewhat seriously with <laughs> all the bozoness that we've you know been talking about constantly. Exude, yeah. And I I just want to say thanks, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you, brother. Thank
2: you. Fuck yeah. And I think without any further ado. We'll see yins next season. Sounds good. Good season, brother. Give me some knuckles. Oh Pond.
1: Alright, dude. That was what do you think? The turkey like dude, I, I think that might have to be the cartoon or something. <laughs> like, I, I...